sing this thing we haven't sung it in a while. I lift my eyes to the mountain from where will my help come I lift my eyes to the mountain from where Sang a few times. I need the beautiful niggun. Listen once before you play, okay? Mm-hmm. 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 
Those first few notes, but get dum 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 dum. What a march into into kedusha, and Mr. Rich is back. Baruch Hashem. Just one. I hope it was a great trip and everything. And just don't, don't do it again. Like you know, it's too. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just we missed you so much. I realize I have to do a little haluka here. Whoever needs a page. We'll pass these around. You know what? Yosef, come in. Every, whoever needs a page, every other page. And then just bring me, bring me what's left over. Chever, uh, we're going to open, we're, fin- we're continuing now this beautiful, beautiful Perek. Perek Chet. Open up the Sefer to Daf. Ein Chet. In the Svarim that you have. Daf Ein Chet. We began this Perek last week. What a beautiful world it was. Someone... Someone from the Chavah texted me before, texted me after the shir, and said and said that it saved the Shalom Bayis at his at his Shabbos table. For that alone, it's worth it's, it's worth the whole world. If someone could say it saved the Shalom Bayis at a Shabbos table, then you know this learning is worth the whole world. So just wanted to to put it out there, and give us kayach, and to go deeper. What we started talking about last shot last week was the tshuva that happens on Shabbos. Tshuva me'ahava, p'chinas ta'anugim, oneg, pleasure. We were speaking about when you're in a state of pleasure, it's kedusha. You never want it to end. You never want it to end. Sometimes you're at your Shabbos table, you never wanted it to even begin. <laughs> you didn't even want it to begin. <laughs> you're like, man, you know, you didn't even want it to begin. And sometimes you're at your Shabbos table, sometimes when you're zochen, and you, and you never want it to end. You never want it to end. So that person really, you know, he, he, he really enlightened me. He gave me a lot of chizuk. That that's really, thank you so much. That that's really what it's all about. That's what, that's what the tshuva that can happen on Shabbos, the tshuva me'ahava, what we spoke about. And Rabbi Nachman, and he brought over here, he brought over here all these beautiful, the beautiful teachings from Rabbi Nachman, Torah Nunches, that speaks about this. And today we're going to be we're going to be focusing on a certain piece from the Zohar that was brought down last time. That the letters of the word Bereshis spell out the words Yare Shabbat and Yare Boshet. You have in Yira from Shabbos, and you also have the certain Yira Yare Boshet. Yare Boshet means I'm I'm embarrassed. I'm at, Yare Boshet. I'm I'm in awe of the of the of certain le- level of shame. But wait a second, is that what's supposed to be happening on Shabbos? You know how happy I get when I've been seeing. I'm getting used to this, Binyamin. This is dangerous stuff. Ah, <laughs> you're here. You're here. You're here right now. And Israel is calling me right now. It's all. <laughs> so, this Yare Boshes, this Indian is like. This cannot be that this is what Shabbos is about. That I'm supposed to go into a place of being shameful when I get this other realm of what life could be like. So, let's discover how. The tshuva can be a healthy and happy thing that happens to us on Shabbos. Daf Ein Ches. And uh, this is a phrase that many of you are familiar with when it comes to the teachings of Rabbi Nachman. Tshuva al tshuva. Doing tshuva on tshuva. And he's going to have a beautiful take on it today. Od nizbar badikutei ma'aram. Ki yesh tshuva, ve'yesh tshuva al tshuva. Shehi madrega nala, ve'hi tshuva Shabbos. Now, the way we've discussed this concept of tshuva al tshuva is, uh, and we've seen this also, uh, we saw this in the woman's shir, the Bavavi Mishkan Evne. When I'm working on tikkun hamidot, when I'm working, working on character refinement, 
And I figured out what's the most mid, the mida that's most meguna, that which I'm most disgraced, a mida that I'm most ashamed of, more than any other mida. And I've learned the technique, I have all these tricks, I have all these tricks in my bag, I learned technique, how to go at it. Now, by most people, obviously, the three cardinal ones are, you know, it's basically kina, kas, and, you know, mamun falls into those things. And by men, obviously, it's the taiva ayyadua. So when I start doing tshuva on it, and I feel like I'm in the process, then I realize, wow, I, I could do it so much better, I could do it so much deeper, I could do it so much more exact. What does it say about the first way you approach doing tshuva on this? Does it mean it was nothing? If in light of where you are now, it seems like it's nothing? No. And don't belittle it. That's belittling the inner child, let's say. Let's call it in the you know, 2022 language, right? 2022 language, the inner kid. Don't belittle them. You ever open up a diary and see what you were crying about when you were 11? Don't ever laugh at it. So tshuva al tshuva is not, I got to do tshuva because I thought I did tshuva then, but really it's nothing. Tshuva al tshuva is a natural, natural flow of a Yiddish heart that's trying to come close to Hashem. And it'll keep on getting better and deeper and more exact, more meduyak, more mechudad. You should be thankful when there's tshuva al tshuva. And this is what Shabbos is really coming out. Look what he says. Biur tshuva al tshuva hu. What does this mean, tshuva al tshuva? Al adam asa tshuva vekibel I'm in the game. I'm in the game. I'm, I'm getting my act together. And some, some illumination appears from above. So of course, now, the closeness you're experiencing now to Hashem is with a higher grasp. From this higher grasp, that you're, this illumination that you're working with now. That which I thought was bad, which led me to begin to do tshuva, now that I'm in a deeper place in life, I'm looking at that thing that got me to do tshuva, and suddenly I realize, oh boy, it's actually, it's actually bigger than I thought, right? That thing that caused me initially to get my act together, so I went into a lighter room, so that thing that was, I, that was dark, in a certain level, got darker, because I'm more clear as to how grave of a sin, whatever that thing was, Nachon? This is not, don't, don't freak out. This is, I see your faces again. It's like paying a shiva call. You have to read, you know, it's like, oh my God, it's like a hachana l'shavish here. Like, what is he talking about? Chaku, lat lat, it's all light. V'margish b'yoser chumra sachet. This happens to anyone that really has a, this time of kabbalas o malchus shamayim, shutok emashmal, that I'm really more sensitive. I keep on getting back to this word. I become more sensitive to my neshama, and the more sensitive I am to my neshama, then the more I realize what I need, and the more I realize what I don't need. Now that thing that I realize that I don't need suddenly starts to like be louder. It gets louder. Because I realize how much it really damages me. But you only realize something really damages you, it's a catch-22. You only realize how something really damages you only when you're shining more in the light. So how do I, and during the week, to reconcile these two places is almost impossible. And he's going to show us here, this is what Shabbos does, in a way that we could deal with it. Kmochen, hu mizbonen b'tshuva rishona she'asa mitocha madrega b'tchusa. 
Now you're looking back at your first moment of doing tshuva that came from a smaller level that you were on, a lower level. How much of a, constrict, a constricted mindset, contracted mindset you had when you were doing tshuva back then compared to where you are now. The game here, Chavra, is don't belittle it. It was what it was. It got you to where you are now. Don't belittle that. You, know, you said Rebbe's here, right? There's certain Chavra that I know. I remember them. Getting their, their, their first illumination of all illuminations sitting there on Friday morning, Lamashal, right? And then they became too frum for Rebbe. Because, come on, compared to that, that was kindergarten. Are you going really, to really belittle the first moments you had of tshuva? Because now you realize what it's really all about? Katnus. Mamish, such a, such, a, such a small mindset. This happens all the time. In comparison, back, you know, when you compare, like you're forgetting, you, it's like you're forgetting that that's, what, that's, what, that's where you were at. And this is the danger that I don't want us to fall into. And even if I see it here in Shul, like I try to point it out in a way that's very much, this is a very, very big thing that shouldn't be ignored. Don't belittle your entry. Don't belittle the people that got you in. Don't belittle the tires you learned that got you in the door. Don't belittle them. It's, it's, it's an integral part of the tshuva. And if you belittle it, it says a lot about what you think it means to be holier and growth. Don't belittle it. Doesn't mean you have to be stuck to it. But don't chas v'shalom belittle it. It happens all the time. I see it everywhere. I used to see, I learned so much from my Rosh Yeshiva, Rav Bravinder, you should continue to have a refuah shlema. I saw how he would be with, with Hevra that yeah, it got too from for him. It was amazing how he just, he, he, would, he would be able to just, you know, love unconditionally, smile, move on to the next. Not, and, and for Hevra that are mashpim, I'm saying, and don't get stuck. Don't worry. The next Hevra, the, the next year that's waiting to get his heart blown up into a million pieces, he's waiting by the door, you know? Don't get stuck on seeing who's still holding on to the original fire. You can't get stuck on that either. So it works both ways. It works both ways. The imken, etzem hatshuva, about six lines from the bottom. The imken, etzem hatshuva, hahiz kuka letikun velitshuva. So it's true. What you thought initially was the end game, you're realizing now it's not the end game. You got to keep on growing. So that entry also needs tshuva. That's what we're saying. Tshuva al tshuva. Ze nikra tshuva al tshuva vehi madrega nala. This is a tshuva that's not a tshuva over a chet. Meaning you're doing tshuva over a good thing. What does that mean? That it could have been done that much better. The teaching from Ishbitzer, he says, all year long we're supposed to be doing tshuva al chatayim, on sins. In Elul we don't do tshuva al averas. In Elul we're doing tshuva on all the things we did good that could have been so much better. You hear that? That's a deep tshuva. That's tshuva al tshuva. You're not doing tshuva on averas, right? You're doing tshuva on things that were kivyochol good that could have been so much deeper and better and more, more refined. Like, like when you were such a tzaddik and you remembered every, like after like five weeks in a row that forgetting you finally did tshuva and you 
brought flowers home to your wife. Tzadik Yisod Oilam, right? Focus on the good. So, Mbayas, so you did shub, right? So, what's the good thought you did? Okay, you did a good thing. You, you, you got flowers. But to you, it wasn't important that you look into your wife's eyes when you bring her the flowers. It's just important she sees it when it's on, on the table or on the counter, right? So, so Tzadik. Tzadik. For Yom, for Yom Kippur, for, 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 I understand, but, for, but maybe that's why Ashkenazim only say it for, for, <laughs> for, 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 for a little bit. But the Iker Tshuva and the Svarim, it's brought down. You're supposed to say, we say Slichot every day. We say Slichot every day. The Iker Tshuva of Elul is not Dafka on those things. Because at a certain point in my life, wait, 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 Shniya, Shniya Chat. One second. At a certain point in life, that which I thought was good, in my new world that I'm at, with the new glasses, wasn't even good. So on a certain level, it's not a chet, but I can't look at that and say, this is where I want to be holding. So it's, it becomes lower. It becomes less. You see? It's easy to say that something's in a ver and do chul over there. I got to do that every single day. I did it right now. But the more that I get closer to the coronation of the king... I'm saying Dafka, Dafka, and Elu, the more I realize maybe perhaps the liturgy is there to just get me focused on all the things that Bemet and Apnimius Halev weren't necessarily Averas, but they could have been so much better. They could have been, the liturgy does confuse us a little bit, but on the Pnimius of things, all the Svarim are saying that that's really what that Tshuva is all about. And that the Tshuva of Averas is all year long. Okay. I'm doing tshuva over what I thought was closeness to God, which really could have been so much better, so much deeper, and so much more mechuvan. This world, Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter, when you taste this concept of doing tshuva al tshuva, that I take the time to do tshuva over things, that, you know what you need in order to do tshuva al tshuva? You need bittel. Pasha, you need bittel. To be willing to say, all those good things I thought were good, they were good then, but I'm, an, I'm a different person now. I can do it so much more better. But you need so much bittel, because the guy, the, the, the guy that says, listen, just worry about Averas, you know? You did tshuva already, don't get stuck there. But he says when you're, when you're gutsy enough to rip through that, that, that klipa of, of gaiva that says the good stuff is fine, just worry about the bad stuff, he says that's a te'ima of oilam haba. That's what he said right now. As long as you're walking, <coughs> as long as you, as long as you're walking. Yeah. Oh, that's very good. 
So they're not even necessarily right. Now you're doing tshuva on mitzvahs. Right. <laughs> right. Sure it does. Better. No, no, no. You don't have to. <laughs> I can listen. It's it's not a matter of what's. We could keep on going back and forth with this. The the the. I told you in Ishbit Torah. I believe in the words of the Man Shiloh. If it was my Torah, I would, I could actually go back and forth with you, but I have a Munat Chachamim. With these things. And that's the whole point of the Munas Chachamim is that they're the ones who are the liturgy. So I'm saying, if your premise about what you're talking about, it should have been shown in the black and white of the liturgy of the Sikhot. Because you brought that in Lulu, it was a time where you do Tshuva Tshuva and not Tshuva Chachamim. So. No, 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 not only. I said you do it all year long, including Elul, but not all, it can't only be about Tshuva Al-Chataim. I, I it's good. I'm glad you're bringing this up. If we need a diuk. I said you do tshuva all year long. Even in Elul, I say, I'm saying there's another layer. There's another layer to it. Right. All I'm adding to that is that the Chachamis that wrote that liturgy would have had this idea in mind and they would have put something towards that. So they would say, Slachli Avinu Ki I guarantee that if we sit together and Be'ezot Hashem will have the opportunity to and we'll go through Slichot I have no tzel shel safek that we could find both things that we're talking about I have, I have no safek about it I have no safek about it I'll go even more p'timi with you the word Elul is the, the Bnei Sacha says, the word Elul is the gematria of the word Bina, 67. Why does he say Bina? Because Chochmah, the first level of intellect, is tshuva over an Avera. I did something wrong, I got to do tshuva over it. Bina is a deeper layer. Deep, bina is tshuva al tshuva. That's the next level of intellect. It's realizing that it's not just Averas that I have to do tshuva over. It's even the things that I thought that were good, that I thought were good with Bina, with a deeper level of intellect, I see that I could do it even better, all those things that I thought I did good. So it's not in Chasidut, this idea that I brought out stems from the Baal Shem Tov and branches out into all the Chatzelot Chasidim. Now Reb Chaim Tzanzer says exactly what you just said right now. Black over white. You know the deeper, the real things in life I have to do? They're not written black and white over the Torah. They're not. Those things that I really have to do, I have to keep Shabbos, I have to keep Kashrus. The, shail, the shailot of my neshama, how to do tshuva on the neshama level, it's not written anywhere in the Torah. So you'll tell me, therefore you don't have to do it? I can't. None of us can ignore our souls. But you're not going to find the answers written black over white. Because Chazal believed enough that the outline that they give us is enough for us to take it to the next level of the tikkun of our nefesh. So of course it's not written black over white in there. Because we're dealing with the soul right now. In order to know how to keep kosher, how to keep Shabbos, that I need, I need it written black over white. I need that. In order to know who to marry, in order to know what school to send my child to, in order to know how to conduct my Shabbos table, what, I, what my neshama needs, 
What my family needs? Of course it's not written black over white. What kind of shallow word would that be if the stuff that relates to the deepest depths of my soul is written out like a manual? Can't be. <laughs> but the Baal Shem Tov drove us to believe that it's carved in the book. You know where it's written black and white? In here. And all the Torahs we're learning are trying to drive us to get to the place where those answers do exist, our nefesh elokit. So it's definitely, definitely not written black over white because we're dealing here with the next level of tshuva. Tshuva al tshuva. This is the next level of tshuva. Is it making it? Is it, is it, making, is it adding up at all? You know what I'm saying? It's a, I know it's a, it's a shift in hashkafi. It's a shift in, in the way we naturally understand things. But um, I think anyone that's walked through these doors has realized that they're going to go through some deep, like, like a car wash of their soul and re, I guess redefining a lot of things in order to do the avodav, the tikkun of the nefesh. And it's different. I understand it's a different lashon, but it's something that here we're never going to compromise on always taking things to the next level. Not neglecting chalila. Not saying, oh, there's no need for regular tshuva anymore. Just do tshuva on, on mitzvahs. All year long we have to do tshuva and, and stay away from bad things. But like Elu, and you're going to see here on Shabbos, it's more than just doing, that's the point, it's more than just doing things. It's the things that aren't written black over white in the Torah. Bechavana. That whole spiel right now is not my Torah. That's Reb Chaim Hussan says this. He explains why the things that really, really our souls need, you could read the Torah all day long and look for it written, and it won't be there. Because Hashem trusts you to realize you are a Sefer Torah. It's written inside of you, and you got to go there. Guess what? You just, you just brought it out even better. We've said this word so many times. This is very good. What's the word chet? Chet means a, does chet mean a sin? Chet means to miss the mark. You mean even, even, I told you how I learned this in Eretz Yisrael, right? On the basketball court when I made Aliyah. Why is this guy talking about tshuva on the basketball court, right? <laughs> Why is it achta'ah? Thinking, what, is, what are they talking about, right? You're missing the mark. It doesn't necessarily mean an avera. There's the word avera, avon. Chet means pashut echteta tamatara. You missed the mark. You want to tell me you can't perform a chet when it comes to a mitzvah? We do all the time. We're missing the mark. All the time we're doing this. That's the tshuva al-tshuva. An chataim. On missing the mark. Doing something, but missing the mark. Now what, that, what missing the mark is, is, is the whole Torah Sanefesh of the Baal Shem Tov. What that means to be missing the mark. And our, our, our work is set out for us. Bezrat Hashem, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. So let's finish this paragraph. Again, the second line. In the left column. Uchuva al-tshuva hi madrigan na'ala shehi bechinat olam haba. What does it mean? This is a beautiful thing. He says, Olam Haba is the world of having zero ego, which means that I'm fine with continuing to fine-tune all the time. All the things I thought were even perfect, I'm going deeper and deeper. He says, that's the Bechina of Olam Haba. That's what, when we say Yom Shekulo Shabbos, Shabbos today is me'en olam haba. Yom shakulo Shabbos is living a reality of tshuva al tshuva. 
It's a reality of tshuva al tshuva. Very, very good. That was no hachta'a. That was a swish from half court. Uh, even, even more, even more. Like it says, Shabbos ugam leshon shiva. And obviously we know Shabbos is the language of lashuv. So therefore, Chavran, during the week, the, during the week, what, what makes me feel shalim, or getting closer to Hashem, is refraining from things that I know are wrong. How do you bring Shabbos into the week? Only with the tshuva of Shabbos, which is much harder during the week. But the or of Shabbos, the light of Shabbos, comes and says to you, don't think right now about Averas. And that's not the tshuva you're, you're supposed to be thinking about. On Shabbos, the tefillah is, wow, I remember Sunday I went to Minyan, Monday I went to Minyan, my davening was this and that. Tonight I'm in shul, what's my davening going to be like tonight? Is it going to be like a Tuesday afternoon mincha? Or am I going to do tshuva al tshuva? And that my davening even better? And the learning. And, every, and, and my world of Torah and mitzvahs. This is what's open to me on Shabbos. Because it's so beautiful. Yeah. It's like the entire week, excluding Shabbat, is 11 months. And Shabbat in itself is Elul. The part of Elul that's about focusing on doing, aver, doing tshuva over hachta'ot. Yes. I don't know what we were talking about before. I'm assuming that the tshuva on the tshuva is a harder thing because you have to be more bimatel than the tshuva on the chata'im or the averot, right? Right. Nachon? We do that during Elul because I'm at Chasadeh. Right. He's there. We have the ability to reach out to him. Yefema. Yefema. Not just with, it shows up in everything. I'm going to ask you a question. What's your daf yomi learning like on Shabbos? What do you want it to be like on Shabbos? Is there any difference in, you learn every day daf yomi. No, it's a good example because it's something that's every day, right? Every day. So yeah, davening is easier because it's something, but some of the that are learning daf yomi every day, the tanya every day. What's the difference of the learning of these things there are these holy things that happens on Shabbos that are during the week. It's, the, it's a different learning. It's the same Gemara. It may be in the same sugya. Maybe if it's a daf yom, you could be in the middle of the most important sugya of your life. But the way you're learning it on Shabbos is something else. There's a, there's a hiskarvus l'ashem that happens that, makes, that puts everything else of our avodas Hashem in check, in the right place. Are we doing with time? Okay, just a bit more. In what manner is tshuva on tshuva similar to the world to come, which is the b'china of Shabbos? You know what we don't have in Olam Haba? What don't we have in Olam Haba? What doesn't happen there? Time, what else? Mitzvahs. <laughs> Mitzvahs. So what are we busy doing in Olam Abba? It's, all the Sfarim say this. Hasaga, you just said it. Elokus. Just Hasagas Elokus. This is godliness. Perception of godliness. It's what it's all about. It's not about how much better I could do something or how much more refined I could do something. That's this world work. But once I, once I could have Olam Abba in this world when that's what life is all about. That's what Shabbos is all about. 
הסגס אלוקוס. ולכן כל כמה שמשיגים יוסי, שבים בתשובה על ההשגה הקודמת. Therefore, the more that one grasps, the more tshuva is done based on what I thought godliness was before, my perception of godliness before. בעיצומו של השבס, היינו האמונה של השבס, ועל ידי שנכללים בסוף השבס, היא תשובה גדולה ונעלה, המשפיע הסגס אלוקוס וזוכה לקרבס אלוקים. אמונה in the fact that this light exists on Shabbos, that we are included in the Shabbos, this is such a tremendous and high level of tshuva, and he says over here, what does this do to our life? How do I know I'm, I'm busy now with tshuva al tshuva? Did your idea of Hashem get bigger? And that's what we were saying during Elul. We kept on saying, how do I know if I'm busy with proper tshuva of Elul? It's not only am I, am I like not doing bad things. It's, is, my pers- is my context, when I say the word God or Hashem, did it change at all since last year? Did it get any bigger since last year? Or is it the same, you know, nice, good, and holy thing? But it didn't grow at all. And, and, and tshuva al tshuva is what the word God, or whatever, however you, you want to refer to it, melech malche amlachim, when I say melech, did, did, did that change? If it didn't change at all, something's rotten in the system. If when you say the word Hashem, it doesn't grow every shot, doesn't get bigger, Definitely during every year, and the, you know, gut check is Elul, and then Tishrei comes, you say HaMelech, but if it really happens every single Shabbos, when you say the words L'chun Hashem, is it the same thing as last week or not? Now I'm going to praise Hashem. What's, did Hashem get bigger at all in your, in your eyes? This is a Torah I told you so many times, but it's, it's good to, to say it again. Remember the, the letter that Rav Kook wrote to his son, Rav Tzvi Yehuda? when he knew he was going to go out to the world and start being mashpia, So he quoted him a pasuk from Ha'azinu. Remember what pasuk? Does anyone remember? I said it many times. Okay, guys, do tshuva al tshuva, because you, you were here, you learned the Torah, you don't remember it. So let's do tshuva al tshuva, okay? But you're just still bayshanim, the two of you actually remember, you don't want to embarrass everybody. So the pasuk from Ha'azinu. So Rebbe heard from his father like this. He said to him, my son, you're going to go out into the world, you're going to hear a lot of Rabbanim and people, I don't know if he said Rabbanim, you're going to hear people talk about God. But when they call out in God's name, God is going to sound so small, irrelevant, narrow and shallow and petty. Kishem Hashem Ekra. Havu. What does that mean? What, what does that mean though? When I call out in God, God's name, bring, great, bring greatness to God. Make God seem bigger than it was bef- a second before. What a Torah. What a deep teaching. You're going to hear people call out and preach and do all this. And they're going to be sure they're saying the word of God. How do you know? Did they make Hashem's name seem bigger right now at that moment? Rav Kook, whenever he spoke about God, it's like he just like made, not, not, you can't make God bigger or smaller. You can make your perception of God bigger or smaller. You can't, we can't, you, know, you don't make God big. You make your perception of the Ribbon Shleilam bigger. Yeah, Eli. Mm-hmm. 
He's beyond names. Right. It's a kivyachol. Right, right, right. So I guess what, what I'm trying to say is that over here, maybe he's saying that what the opportunity you have on Shabbos, every Shabbos, is kishem Hashem ekra, havugodal elokeinu? Question mark? <laughs> is it? Havugodal? You know? Havugodal elokeinu? I hope so. I don't know. I pray. I pray that every time we're, we're Shabbosing here, it's, it's have, have, I hope every day, obviously. But kishem Hashem ekra, havugodal elokeinu. That's already olam haba. This is hasagas elokus. This is grasping a much higher level of godliness. And then you get this closeness to the Rebbe So So turn the page, just going to finish the, I think it's the page behind, right? And since the next world is all Shabbos, Kulo Tshuva, it's all about like this higher level of Tshuva, Nimza, Bechol Es, Sheyasigu Hasaga Yaseira, Azayasu Tshuva Lasaga Rishona. On a certain level, you have a boshet, a healthy embarrassment, healthy shame, not unhealthy shame, healthy shame in comparison to what you thought was the godele lokeinu that you experienced last time. Healthy shame. That's, that's what I was trying to get to before. When we were saying that the words bereshit is yare boshet. Like I go back to bereshit, so I go back to the beginning again. Not, ugh, I'm so disgusted in myself. But I have a healthy relationship with like, you know, it's, it was good for then. But if I'm still there now, you know, a couple that's married for 10 years and love each other the way that they did in their Shana Rishona, Hashem Yerachim. Hashem Yerachim. Everyone should be blessed with Shalom Bayes. Bezat Hashem. Ah... Everyone's always thinking about Olam Haba, Olam Haba. This world is Shekhar, Olam Haba. We say Friday night, Me'ain Olam Haba, Yom Shabbos Menucha. So you could test it. And this, the Ramchal, it's based on the Ramchal, Rav Schwartz says, Do you know what your Olam Haba is going to be like? It's very easy to know. It's how great did you make Hashem in this world will be the taste of without the Menias in the next world. Zatomeret. We always think what's waiting for us there has nothing to do with what's here. It's not true. Mapiton. Huh? It's a, but it's a, it's not just the achana. There are it's they're also <coughs> it's like when you're going to you know when you're looking to get married, so you go to halls and you get tasters, right? It's also the ta- it could be the tasters, you know. You're choosing where you want to get married. You're choosing what the wedding hall is going to be like. Shabbos is the taster again, and this could be your life in the real world, in the olama emes, in the olama emes, olama ba, in the world where this game of illusions and sheker is done. So therefore, look, all these Torahs are coming to teach us right now, is that if he's saying that the light of what we're talking about is available to us every single Shabbos, this is the tshuva me'ahava. This has to force us to take, get our game on in a much deeper way, in a much more real and serious way, and to daven to Hashem. 
to have to daven for Rachmanis because maybe for some of us our concept of godliness hasn't changed since Shana Aleph. One of the trips, I'm not going to say which one, one of the trips we did to the Ukraine, someone, a father, who is older children already, came up to me during the trip and he said to me, wow, I haven't felt this close to Hashem since my Shana Aleph. Now he was telling me a compliment. After the trip, I looked at him and I said, listen, brother, I got I to gotta talk to you. I said, why? He's like, you know that you told me something really, really sad during the trip. He's like, what? And I told him, I said, you said to me, you haven't felt like this since your Shana Aleph. You didn't feel this close to Hashem since your Shana Aleph. And you're raising a from household. So what, I don't understand, like what kind of God is being, you know, being, what kind of concept of Elokut are we speaking about if he hasn't changed in 27 years? So you have to be very delicate. I'm very close to this person. He didn't want to smack me at all when I said this. It was, it was a lot. You could think the guy would want to take a, you know, it was all love, it was all good, but it's also, you have to understand that when you learn such good and sweet deep tires, they're more musadik than anything you could learn. Because they, this is, that's why the Baltania says, he says there's three achanas before davening. You go to the mikveh, you give tzedakah, and you learn sifrei musr. So everyone that learns that mimer from Alter Rebbe is saying, is he saying what we think he's saying? The Alter Rebbe is saying you have to learn sifrei musr? They say, no, the Mitzvah Rebbe already explained, no, of course it's talking about sifrei chasidus. Because these stories, these stories about how much light is there, and then I have enough guts to say, has God grown at all in my conception? There's no greater musr you'll ever need. There's no musr book that you will ever need more than taking that story of Rav Kook, face about mamash, like taking that story of Rav Kook and saying, I've said your name, Hashem, so many times. I've blessed you so many times this week. I've said the words, Baruch Atah Hashem. Has any bracha now, it's Friday. It, does God mean more to me this week? Does my, does my concept of godliness mean more at all? And for many of us, myself included, I can't say it does. Ah, you have to learn Sifri Musa before davening. Yeah. <laughs> you have to learn Sifri Musa. So we should be zochit to have enough guts to ask Hashem to do tshuva al tshuva, which means to give us a Shabbos k'mosh tzarich. That we should be privileged that this coming Shabbos, when we say the words lechun and ananala Hashem, this is a new Hashem, not a different God. In my perception of Hashem, this is a new world because now this tshuva al tshuva. And I have enough guts that the concept of godliness, Baruch Hashem, means something so much greater. And for that, the Torahs of Rav Kook and all the tzaddikim and all these svarim have to be learned every day, more and more, over and over and over again, with patience. And we should all be zochem, Baruch Hashem, for a Yom Shekulo Shabbos. Amen. Right, everyone. I'll take the pages back, because we'll continue from near next week.